the Seventh Wave Network. Welcome. You've entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. on a spiritual path, and it really doesn't matter whether this truth is an awareness in our consciousness or lies hidden deep in your subconscious. We are all looking for ways to heal and to grow and to evolve, and starting to understand that everything in that world that is going on outside of us can really only shift if we really go inside and work on what's going on on the inner landscape. We have systems inside of us that can really support us in that healing, that can support us in shifting what is outside because it is reflective of those external parts. If we focus on those pieces, which are the chakras, and if we learn how to tune them, that can support not only greater healing but a greater experience of life. My guest today is James D'Angelo, and he's an authority on sound healing therapies, an award-winning and published composer, musician, educator, and workshop leader based in the United Kingdom. He has authored a book entitled Seed Sounds for Tuning the Chakras, Vowels, Consonants, and Syllables for Spiritual Transformation. This comes along with the 66-minute CD that helps you go through these sounds and understand how to do this so that you can tune and tone yourself. Using the universal sounds of all languages, James explores the intimate connections between the vowels, the consonants, and syllable combinations, each of the seven chakras, and their corresponding psychological traits. It's a very interesting book that gives you a thorough understanding of how he got to this, but also an understanding of what you can do and why this works. So without further ado, I'd love to welcome James D'Angelo to 1111 Talk Radio. Hello. Yes. Thank you. It's great to be on your program. What an introduction to the book. (laughs) It is a pleasure to have you here, and we definitely do create as a vibration. We have chakras that are going on inside of us, and I'd love for you to start by first telling how you came upon this philosophy yourself, because you are combining um, different parts of language, so to speak, in a way that it is to tune us in a greater way than what has been out there before. So talk a little bit about how you discovered all of this. Well, it's very much intuition and, and living with these uh, sounds. The the vowel sounds have grown up in the West uh, with various uh, people in the sound healing field. There's really no so one source that anyone can say, this is where it comes from. So each of us has to, as it were, experiment and come to terms with it and see what's working inside oneself. Uh, and then say, yes, these vowels have a frequency of sound that will resonate and bring into sympathetic vibration the chakras. Similarly, with the um, the consonant sounds that I have written about in the book, there is a source here from what 
we call the Tantra Yoga tradition. Uh, the sages have given uh, seed syllables, and what I've done is I've extracted the seed syllables. So one, for example, is lam, and I extract the opening sounds, the key sound for this sound to get to the chakra, and then create a kind of sound ritual for it. And finally, I will actually use the seed syllables uh, themselves. I've even made adapted seed syllables combining the vowels of one system with the Tantra Yoga system. So that's the essence of what I'm doing, and it's been a long process of um, coming to it through experimenting on myself and seeing what works. Well, it made a lot of sense to me as I was reading through, and and in the beginning of the book, you actually break down uh, some words. I mean, even the word universe, and a lot of people, I'd love for you to break that one down, because a lot of people may not have thought of it in that way. And as you do that, it's interesting how you go through each chakra and the sounds that you're using, that you're putting together of the vowels and the consonants are very important sounds within certain words related to those chakras. So I find it all very interesting how it connects. It's like connecting the dots. Yes, yes. Well, the universe, I mean, I always playing on words, and of course a great punster, but there's some probably something deeper to that of then looking into the language and seeing that within particularly the English language, but I don't use only English, um, there are words that uh, contain either the vowel or the consonant very prominently, and it's a descriptive word of the chakra. Uh, and that is the essence of the chapters. When I describe the chakras, I use these words to inspire people. You know, so they're learning about the essence of the chakra, but at the same time, the sounds are being given to them constantly through the words I choose that relate to it. I mean, universe is a lovely one. I mean, the idea that verse is is means a turning, and uni means one, so the universe is to turn to the one source, or the one song, or the one sound, whatever you wish to use. So, um, yeah, uh, language is, is key to this book. Well, let's look at the, the root chakra, because that's a great example of one of them, what you're doing. And and the, the vowel consonant there is uh, U-H, as in hug, and the consonant you have is... Is L, and is the the, L, the, the tantra syllable is lamb. Well, it's you... really not lamb. We have to pronounce it with a very broad sound here. That's in the vowel like this. Close, almost closer to lamb than than lamb. Yeah. And and that's the seed syllable that you have is lamb. It's combining the the vowel and the consonant to create Ah, the lum, yes, and that combines. That's that's an idea of my own, that to take the two systems and bring them together, my leaving out the arm sound from the original yoga tradition and substituting for it the, the vowel sound from the other system. So you get lum, 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 and... Um, you know, I mean, the lower region of the body is the lumbar region, <laughs> and then that's a lovely uh, 
in coincidence there. For earth, one of the words for earth, rich earth, is the loam. The loam, which is spelled L-O-A-M. So the loam is in the loam, <laughs> as I point out in the book. And a lot of the a lot of the words for uh, for the body's lower region have that, uh, like buttocks or gut or vulva, uh, and and all uh, these relate uh, to uh, the uh, lower uh, fundament. Uh, uh, yeah, all of that uh, vowel sound in the lower regions of the body. That's right. And so it was very interesting how those two correlate because in using those sounds, then are you saying? Uh, are we to chant them? Is it just by saying them? Um, it, it helps to tune this particular chakra? Yes, well, the tuning has to do with the spin. You see, if you t- even if you took a ball at the end of a string and start whirling it around, you'll get a, a kind of sound. So there you have the, the, the same idea. Remember that we know that this word chakra, its literal meaning is a wheel, a spinning wheel of energy. So that wheel could be spinning at too high, faster rate, or too slow a rate if there is problems there, or it might even be spinning in the wrong direction. So these two aspects of the sound are going into the chakra, and the chakra says, aha, that is my sound. That was the sound that made. And what we hope here is that it adapts to it and starts to adjust and become in tune with the vocal sound that you present to it. And this also um, is it on the CD. You have do you have you have them broken down by the sound as well as um, different exercises that will help with the toning of the the individual vowels or the consonants as well as the seed syllables themselves. Yes, I, I have all three possibilities because people are different, and they will tend they might tend to use one over the other, or they can use all of them. So. Yes, I've got them. I have them done in various ways. One is that I just choose a simple middle-range note that everyone would be comfortable with, um, just for the CD. But I tell the readers that they can choose any comfortable note because it's not about the musical note that they use, but it's about the frequency of the vowel or consonant that they're using. But then also, um, I do have a system of actual particular notes for the seven chakras. It turns out to be what in music is called the pentatonic on a five-tone scale. This is, a, to me, it's just a kind of revelation. Uh, I, I, there's no other source. No one else that I know has suggested to use this particular set of notes. Mostly people are using a major scale beginning on C or possibly the overtone series, if your listeners would know what that is. So it's very comprehensive, the CD, and gives people many ways in, and so they can decide that this is what works for them. My guest today is Dr. James D'Angelo, and he's written Seed Sounds for Tuning the Chakras, Vowel, Consonants, and Syllables for Spiritual Transformation. In uniting these sacred seed sounds with their corresponding chakras and psychologies, James shows you how you can enhance the power of these syllables and purposely harness them for healing states. 
meditation, and spiritual development, bringing you closer to the voice of the Absolute. Your own voice can be the conduit to blissful union the soul so deeply desires. This also comes with a CD that is 66 minutes long, and it allows you to have a guide of toning with the vowels, the consonants, and the seed syllables. You can find out more about James and his work at soundspirit.co.uk. That's soundspirit.co.uk. Special thanks to our sponsor, Guy MTV. Definitely take a moment to click the banner at the top at some point and get your 10-day free trial and explore some conscious media. Fill your mind and your heart with things that are going to inspire and empower you. We'll be right back with Dr. James D'Angelo and Seed Sounds of the Chakras. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Every life on Earth has the capability of knowing the world in a much more powerful way than what we've settled for. And Gaiam TV is there to support your journey in knowledge, awareness, and awakening. Our vision is to raise global consciousness by bringing viewers original interviews, inspiring films, and engaging series on today's most sought-after topics. We invite you to try Gaiam TV free for 10 days. Visit www.gaiamtv.com to claim your free trial. You won't look at your life and your world the same way again. That's G-A-I-A-M-T-V dot com. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Each of us is endowed with a soul, the center point of which, according to Hindu theology, lies between the heart and the throat. It is the inner organ that determines to what extent we are reflecting our divine essence, or conversely, acting as separate, independent creature with its own power to do as it pleases. The purer its nature, the more the soul can guide us into the state of unconditional happiness, where the heart is fully open and the mind is quiet. This is from the book Seed Sounds for Tuning the Chakras, 
by Dr. James D'Angelo. And it is a guide to really assist you in tapping into a way of healing yourself uh, in reaching a higher vibration and frequency and supporting your chakras in being toned and tuned. So definitely look that up. You can find out more about James at soundspirit.co.uk. So, James, as you were going through and you were... Uh, discovering this and and being intuited uh, with this information. Talk about how these chakras act as transformers and how they really, if we are able to do this work and, and utilize this method, how it supports the freeing of the impurities from us. Yes. Well, I see these, these chakras as part of what we call in the West the, the soul life, our soul life, because each one of them deals with an aspect of ourselves that's fundamental to, to living, whether it's about security, authority, creativity, compassion, communication, insight, all of these things um, are each of the chakras houses this these aspects and they're inhibited and therefore when they're out of balance we get the dark side of of, of life in a particular area for example if you have the blockage with the chakra uh, the solar plexus chakra this is a fire chakra the fire element here is the consonant er, er, or the R. So here, for example, are lots of uh, things that people do that relate to that, which are uh, the negative psychology, the rampaging, the rioting, the raping, the rupture, the rooting out, the ravaging, the ransacking, the ridiculing. There's so many of these uh, powerful uh, are words we have in our language that relate to the darkness when that chakra isn't as it should be and see um, so each of these uh, energy centers is mediating you know it's it's therefore it's part of the soul life I mean this is not the physical body we're speaking of this is a very fine thing but um, it, it's clearing and the smoothing of this movement until it gets to where it, it could be. We're moving towards the optimum because it's, it's ideal and we have to continue to retune because it's not just doing it once and then, ah, but that's, that's all done and finished with. <laughs> well, and you talk about that it's not attached. It's not really more about the physical body. It's more about the soul. But if we don't do certain alternative things like this, it does end up affecting our physical body. And you were talking about the solar plexus and the sound of the, the R, and there, that is where we hold our rage. Our anger is typically That's usually yes, held yes. right in the rage, gut. There's like the that. R, the strongest of the R words, the rage. Yes, indeed. And so we're supporting ourselves by by using sound to really help tune that so that it is spinning in the proper direction, vibrating at the appropriate frequency that it needs to for proper health. It's the same energy, but it's how we have, uh, have taken it. So 
And so the plexus is about exerting authority, but in the right way, of being audacious. There's that vowel sound of the A-W, of being audacious. Uh, fine, and that's good. Uh, but how we go about being authoritative or audacious, then that's the issue. You see, it's, it's, just, it's right energy or energy that's blocked because the chakra is not at its correct spinning rate. The universe really is composed of just light and sound. And light and sound is really what makes up everything. Yes. So it only makes sense that the human body is actually an instrument rather than perhaps how we always view it. But it is literally an instrument of sound that is meant to have sound flow through it. And with us being as much water as we are, and so many studies about how uh, higher frequencies affect water versus lower negative frequencies affecting water, sound is then not just affecting our chakras, but probably rippling out into the entire liquidity yes. that we are. Everything, all is, is frequency. That is, I think, a truth, you see, as far as creation is concerned. And, of course, there are frequencies that our senses cannot detect. So if, we, if you believe in the angelic world, the angelic world is there, but it's there vibrating at such a, a high a frequency that we can't have an awareness of it. Um, although some people uh, say that they can witness an angel, but perhaps the angel allowed its frequency to be lowered so it would make itself visible. So, but there you have it. Yes, light, light. I, I think that's it. If someone asked me, what is God? What is God? I would say God is light. And it's just these like photons of light just going throughout the universe and embedding themselves into everything. Is there a proper way to tone these vowels or consonants? Is there a a certain length of time that um, if we're doing the seed sound that the vowel has to be a certain length of time versus the consonant. Does that make a difference? Because so many people judge themselves about how they do something and how long they need to do something and are they doing it right uh, that they want the effect to be what it's supposed to be. So is there any guidance on that? Yes, um, the book has, uh, has the guidance uh, on that. Um, the sounds are done repetitively uh, as one would repeat uh, a sound that we would call uh, in Eastern terms a mantra. Now the reason for this is that the source of sound is throbbing, is beating away. If you go back far enough into a sound, that's what you come to. This can be witnessed if you take a tone electronically and you start to make it lower and lower and lower. And it comes to a point, it's always going back to the source, where it can't sustain itself anymore. And it goes, and, and I think that's a kind of proof that the source are of sound is in these little pulsations. And so that's why I certainly feel that to repeat the sounds in a throbbing way is what goes deep, which digs deep into the chakras, not just holding the sound, 
but digging deep as a kind of scrubbing, you know, Masonic scrubbing, you might call it. And then um, with that, it's also about taking the sound inside yourself. So I don't ask people to do it out loud for very long because after a while, physically, it's, you feel you're being demanded of too much. So after about five minutes of working with, with the vowel consonant of the seed syllable, it's pretty certain that the higher mind will now understand what you want from it. It will take it over, and it will continue to pulsate within you. And all you now have to do is to be receptive to that and become a listener to it, and let it go deeper and deeper and deeper. Um, it really is the equivalent of what people will call mantra meditation. You're now meditating on the sound itself. And that makes a lot of sense, what you've said, because I know just in different Sanskrit meditations, uh, there is guidance to say it out loud for a certain number of minutes and then say it as a whisper for a certain number of minutes and then say it silently inside for a certain number of minutes. And and that is because we we are also creating that different degree of pulsation and that different degree of coming back inside with it, bringing it into the body, So as you said. Yes, it, it does. It, it does move in deeper. It, it's it's a refining process. All we do at the outset is to stimulate and awaken. Those are the words I use. You know, we have to get the ball rolling. You know, wake up, wake up, wake up, and and after a time, the awakening happens, and the sound is present within you. And it's still doing the work, and you can just rest in it. And it's so great you know, that you don't have to go on for 20 minutes saying the sound. It's now fixed within you. Would you say that this is a scientific process in using sound or a spiritual process? <laughs> what a question that is. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I can't say it's, it's scientific. You know, no one has um, carried out any scientific experiments with people that I've, you know, taught how to do this, or, or even myself. So um, the reason why it's spiritual, and I think it's marvelous that the publishers, which are Destiny Books here, chose to use the term spiritual transformation. I mean, the original title of the book that I put down was The Sacred Alphabet. But they have precisely uh, given a title that says what's in this book. Um, because once you start getting rid of the impurities in these chakras, you're going to turn more and more to the, the self that is who you really are. It's it's a byproduct. It's going to occur. You might be focusing on one chakra because there is a, an issue for you in that area. But in the process, you're also moving towards, uh, a better, better way to put it, away from what people like to call ego, although I must say that word ego is such a loaded term. I think that the expression should be 
the ego of impurity, because ego to me is our individuality. It's not the bad guy. It's, it can be, very often it is the bad guy, because it's not pure, but it can be. It's, so uh, let's not uh, fire away at this word ego. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a quick break it, it, right it's now. It's easy the, to use the word, you know, to, to talk about the dark side. Oh, yeah, that's ego, that's ego, that's ego. Yes and no. But what you're doing is you're setting up the ego as the bad guy when actually it can become just the perfect individual free of any negativity. My guest today is Dr. James D'Angelo, and he is the author of Seed Sounds for Tuning the Chakras, Vowels, Consonants, and Syllables for Spiritual Transformation. This book comes with a 66-minute CD, which will support you in revealing the voice as the master instrument for transformation, attested by the spiritual traditions that use chanting as an aid to enlightenment. He provides an extensive selection of vocal exercises to retune and purify each chakra and dissipate any related negative states as as well as exercises that incorporate multiple chakras for well-being. You can find out more about James D'Angelo and the book Seed Sounds for Tuning the Chakras at soundspirit.co.uk. That's soundspirit.co.uk. We'll be right back with James D'Angelo. Visionary. Be extraordinary. Be the change. This is the Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. In these changing times, the journey toward global consciousness has never been more important. Gaiam TV is the first online video library dedicated to support your journey toward global and personal discovery. Our viewers enjoy unlimited access to our vast selection of inspiring interviews, engaging films, and award-winning wellness videos. And we invite you to try it for free. Visit www.gaiamtv.com to start your free trial. The journey starts now. That's G-A-I-A-M-TV.com. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. 
Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Chakras are attuned to the frequency of the vowels themselves and not particular notes on the scale that the voice produces. So it's not necessary to tone on a low note because the focus is on the lower chakras or a high note because of the upper chakras. There are four options for what notes could be used. You can choose intuitively a comfortable note to be used for all chakras. You can use a particular note for all chakras once you predetermine. By discovering a fundamental tone for yourself, you can focus on individual chakras, directing your attention to the region of a particular chakra, and then choose the note intuitively. Or you can use fixed notes in the form of a rising scale. James D'Angelo goes through many exercises and methods in his book, Seed Sounds for Tuning the Chakras, Vowels, Consonants, and Syllables for Spiritual Transformation. It's an opportunity for you to go inside the body, tap into your energy centers, and also utilize the body as the instrument that it has been designed to be by activating sound through the vowels, consonants, and sacred sounds, seed sounds of the chakras. Welcome back, James. It's great to have you on the show, and I'd love to ask you about we're each individual souls on an individual journey, and are there going to be certain sounds that are really going to be the ones that our soul needs to to know? And intuitively, is that something that we will pick up on as we do these practices? Oh, I've never been asked that question <laughs> before, and uh, I'd have to think about that one. I mean, you know, um, we have such a deep well of intuition, human beings, and, and people don't trust it enough. That's my feeling. Eh? Logic is ruling us all the time, and, and that's what I encourage. That's why in my courses and workshops, Whenever we're doing the sound work, uh, and whatever it is, as a group, I said, be on your own note. You don't know what tones are going to come out. Just let it come out. Unity is not about everybody being on the same note. We can be unified and still have a multiplicity of sound. So that's what I'm encouraging, that especially in the courses that I lead and teaching this, that we... Just be spontaneous and let the tone come out. Uh, people are far more musical than they, uh, you know, would like. That they think they're not. You know, I hear that all the time. Oh, I'm I, I'm not musical. Well, what does that mean? You know, most human beings can immediately imitate any sound that I give them. Now, where does that come from? We're not trained as children to learn how to imitate sounds. It's all it's already within us. You know, I mean. In effect, all knowledge is within us, and we just can't access it all. <laughs> now, when you do this for yourself, is there a way that you prepare to do the sounds that will really anchor it more in the body? Do we need to get into our hearts? Do we need to, uh, you know, some people are going to be really making this a mental, intellectual process and trying to get there, or is is there a lot of the heart that has to be involved, or does it not matter? Will simply doing the technology achieve the end result? Yes. Um, I tell people that when they make the sound, 
focus on the sound, be the sound, live in that sound. There's no need for the mind to, to try to, uh, you know, be in control and direct the sound to a particular part of you. Because the sound, uh, you know, it's going to travel to the place where it belongs. So that's, that's quite simple. You know? um, so for far as preparing, what I do is just, I just sit quietly for a moment or two and then I just begin, just collect myself and I just begin, just as one would uh, doing meditation. Well, it's just quite simple. Now, you talk about some preliminary exercises for the voice in terms of relaxation of the throat or anything like that. Do we need to release that area to, to uh, allow yes. the sound well, to come out in a is, certain way? That is quite optional. I give breath work, and I give things about opening the throat, and they even talk about uh, making gibberish sound just to get the mouth and jaw working. And people, uh, if they want to improve the sound of their voice, can opt to do these. But you know, I more or less take people's voices where they are. So um, I'm not trying, in effect, to improve a people's voices. However, if you come on the course, and you, you would see how, as the day progresses, these people start opening up, and their voices become much better and much freer. And as they pick up the vibes of the other people, and of course that's the key element that they have to understand that their experiences might well be greater when we have a collective than when they're on their own. And you do have a section on breath work, and does the breath work actually support um, going deeper into the body with the sound? Is breath work part of the process of really activating it? Breath work primarily is to get people to be able to sustain a sound for longer without having to uh, take breaths every few seconds. It's really to increase the capacity to draw in breath and how then to control it as you make sound. So um, that is my objective. Uh, it's as simple as that, you know. And of course, you, if you have to, you just take breath whenever you need to, but it's so much better if you can extend the sound and support the sound and enrich it. Because one thing we haven't talked about so far in vocal sound are the overtones. Uh, yes. I don't know how many people know what they are uh, that are listening to the program, but they are higher frequencies that are in everyone's voice. We don't hear them individually, rarely, but hear a composite sound which gives them their voice print, as it were, because each person has a different uh, emphasis in overtones, what's present, what's not present, what's strong, what's weak. And that gives them a particular quality. But that is the organic nature of sound. That's why I think the human voice is the greatest instrument for healing, because it's people buy organic food. Why? Because they believe it's healthy for them. Well, here we have the organic voice, because it's containing all these secret higher frequencies that carry, carry it through. Now, you um, also talked about, you talked about the overtone scale, so that's the higher frequency scale. And then you talked about... 
is there, but it's um, it's difficult to explain to the layman about the overtones because I have to start talking about octaves and that does everyone know what an octave is? <laughs> um, it's just that as the these higher tones unfold and rise up. They get closer and closer to each other. At first, there are wide gaps between the notes. But eventually, you come to the fourth octave of these notes, where actually it does produce a form of musical scale. It's an unusual and very beautiful scale. Uh, it's neither major nor minor. Uh, and it's just what is. And I, I remember Kay Gardner, now deceased at Sound Healer, who uh, thought this would be a very good scale to use for the chakras. Now, uh, you spoke earlier about the pentatonic scale, and I know that you've written that it is uh, the principal scale for all the music in China, which has a lot to do with alternative healing and different things as well. Why, why would that be the case for that one? <laughs> yes. Well, I'll, I'll go through it because I can only go through it um, as it unfolded to myself. What I saw among other people in this field was that they were tending to say to people, use a C major scale, the famous Do, Re, Mi, Fa, Sol, La, C, Do scale, and begin it on C, uh, the note C. It seemed to me formative thinking. Well, see, it's it's a note that uh, is the first scale that any person learning music has, and it's all white keys on the piano, as if that really mattered. Um, and I thought long and hard about it. Oh, wait a minute. See, what is it? It's a tone of centrality. It's central. It's central. What is the center point of a human being? It is the heart. That is the center point, not the root. So that's the, my first uh, intuition, to place C into the heart. And um, this was corroborated by a, a scientist in the United States, Dr. Valerie Hunt, who is measuring um, the energy field and different aspects of all the body. And she said that uh, she found that around the heart region, it was about 250 cycles per second. Well, 250 per second comes quite close to the C that we know in Western music. Uh, so I, I felt, oh, there, there's some proof that I have perhaps a right feeling. So that gave me the C. Then... Um, I went with, along with a man named John Berlio, he's also a sound healer, and his system of tuning forks, of using tuning forks. And um, he talks about combinations of tones in terms of the elements. Uh, and the perfect fifth, that's five notes apart, let's say, to keep it simple, is of the air. Well, I knew that the heart is the air element in our Hindu system. So it seems to me if that's the air element, we would just take the C down the five to give us our root note of F. But there was one problem with that, and that is you've gone down five steps to come to the root chakra, but there are only four chakras from heart to root. Right. So now I, I'm stuck, so to speak, until the light went on. I said, but what 
wait a minute, what is the most universal scale in the world? Not only in China, every traditional culture across the globe uses the pentatonic scale. And that only has four tones from F, G, A, C. Um, that, that's clinched it. That's the word I'm looking for. That clinched it. That this would be, if I'm going to use any scale at all, it's not the scale. It is a scale that can be used and give the psychological feeling that one is rising up through the chakras. That's, so that's the beauty of a, of a scale, that I'm, I'm moving up a ladder of tones and I'm going up through myself. And in using that pentatonic scale, James also listed the words that would be represented by the different the different chakras and the notes of the scale. Foundation, G, the Genesis, A, the authority, and so forth, compassion, declaration, and so on, yes. Uh, that was just the happy way that it grew, that these words appeared to me. And you can find out more about this in his book, Seed Sounds for Tuning the Chakras, by Dr. James D'Angelo. You can go to his website, soundspirit.co.uk, and there is a 66-minute CD included with the book. We'll be right back with James D'Angelo. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Every life on Earth has the capability of knowing the world in a much more powerful way than what we've settled for. And Gaiam TV is there to support your journey in knowledge, awareness, and awakening. Our vision is to raise global consciousness by bringing viewers original interviews, inspiring films, and engaging series on today's most sought-after topics. We invite you to try Gaiam TV free for 10 days. Visit www.gaiamtv.com to claim your free trial. You won't look at your life and your world the same way again. That's G-A-I-A-M TV.com. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. 
You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Harish Johari, a renowned writer on Eastern spirituality, gives this description. Chakras can be thought of as wheels of the mind that dwell in the forest of desires. And desires, like wheels themselves, are great motivating forces. Each chakra is a stage-by-stage playground of desires, exhibiting its influence on the persons who are attached to the enjoyment of that particular chakra. Throughout life, one dwells in the forest and thinks and understands life situations from the standpoint of the chakras in which one normally feels most comfortable. Each chakra becomes a stage for the psychodrama of electrochemical energy that expresses itself as behavior in human beings. As a result, there are specific behavioral characteristics associated with each chakra. In the book, Seed Sounds for Tuning the Chakras, Vowels, Consonants, and Syllables for Spiritual Transformation, Dr. James D'Angelo provides a wonderful display of how each chakra is efficient in its manner, but is affected and can be affected by vowels, consonants, tantra seed syllables, and then the adapted seed syllable that he has come up with. He has broken down words that correlate with the specific chakras that really let you see that these seed syllable sounds and the adapted sounds can actually be found in many related words and concepts so that you can understand that this is more deeply embedded within us than what we would originally have thought. Um, It's a wonderful book, and there is a CD that gives you lots of the sounds, but it gives you the opportunity to learn how to tone these consonants and vowels and how to really tune your chakras so that you can support your own healing and spiritual transformation. James, what has been your own experience of healing and personal growth through doing this work on yourself or seeing it in other people? But I think best it, 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 it's seeing it in myself and uh, at the, just at the physical level, it's amazing, but my voice has actually you know, changed, it's deepened, it's broadened and, and is altogether richer uh, for that. That's just the physical, but psychologically, well, I also not only do the sounds, I do the sounds and they are a prelude to then my uh, my meditation. It's a mixture of things for me, but um, that as what you feel drops away is all that stuff that uh, you see holds you back in life going forward. So that yeah. I, the surety that comes, and, and I must say over the past so many years since doing the workshops, that, that I'm just not the same person. You know, I was more retiring, not sure what my direction was, although I had quite a good career uh, as a, a musician and a teacher in colleges in the United States. But I think that that's the key, you know, by removing the blockages, all the best traits that I could have, that I saw were potential, grow, and they, they occur more of the time. It's, uh, and you're not impeded in life. You're just, and you're more, and you're fearless. You're just going ahead and you realize that you're being guided because this is spiritual transformation and spiritual transformation actually means that you're being put in touch with what I'd like to call your guide 
I think people do have them, but they have to understand that you have to turn to it and start to work to, so the guide will work for you. And it's about removing those blockages because had the blockages um, remained, you wouldn't be able to see that guidance. You wouldn't be able to feel that, that authority. Exactly. exactly. You know, I mean, I know in, in the spiritual world we talk about awakening, and it's a, good, it's a very good word. It is awakening. It's throwing off things that are impeding you and, uh, and frankly, just making you unhappy. It's... it's uh, so now, I mean, I can feel content, and contentment is a very good thing. I mean, I, lots of success is coming to me, but I find that I just, okay, that's, it's coming to me, fine. I don't get excited about it. I just take it in my stride and, 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 and see that it's in the doing. It's not whether there's a result or not. I mean, uh, the first book I wrote, The Healing Power of the Human Voice, I had no even had no thoughts of writing a book. It's, it just was asked of me by by some publishers, and, I, and that was that. For someone that is just beginning their journey, or they have a, a subtle knowledge of the chakras, but they've never really incorporated the sound, how would you suggest? they begin this process? Is there a certain amount of time that they should spend on chakras? Is, should they look at their life and see which chakra is being most affected based on what's showing up in their life? What, what would you say to someone that's well, beginning this path? I think if there are particular uh, issues or particular things that they see that um, in themselves that are holding them back in life, that they just work with that. For example, if a person seems to have, uh, you know, always giving in to other people and not really liking it, you know, not uh, having any sense of authority. And, uh, so that is, so they look at that as the solar plexus energy. And then, just work with that and only that until they see that something is transforming in themselves. And it's, and it's, it's almost broader than, than the solar plexus because it is also a meditation. It's working directly on their being as well as the solar plexus. It's, that's the byproduct of working with these combinations. And, um, as is recommended in, in ordinary meditation, you can do something in the morning and you can do something in the evening, and, you know, half an hour in the morning. And, you know, I'm not making great demands on people with this. They make their own demands, but I think something like that, making a sound for a while and just letting it go in and stay with it as long as they can, 15, 20 minutes, a maximum of half an hour. I know that the one of the the, the earliest sounds and and the sound of of the name of God or one of the most powerful sounds in the universe has been the sound hue, and enchanting that sound for a period of time. There's a definite vibration that takes over the whole body that you really really feel. Is this what takes place when an individual uh, starts to? to to chant one of these sounds, one of these um, adapted seed sounds or the seed sound for a period of time? Do they feel that vibration in their body? Are they, are they supposed to look to feel anything, or is it just to really engage with the sound? It's 
really just to engage in the sound. And I must say, you know, if you when people come to the courses that I'm leading, and I ask them what occurred, I get quite a variety of answers. Um, so <laughs> that is the individual in us. Oh, of course, you see, you see in colors. Oh, that sound went straight there. Uh, oh, oh, it just, or it just floated in the. Whatever it is, how they experience the sound varies. Uh, I, um, I experience the sound just entering in and going into my body, and go, and it comes to a point where you can barely hear it, or then it stops altogether, as far as the sensory system is concerned, and then it's you're living on the trust that it's still vibrating, but it's so fine now that you're not able to perceive it. You also have a section in the book about combinations for two chakras at the same time. Why would someone do that, and um, and how does that process work? Yes. Um, why would someone do it? Uh, because they might feel that this is an efficient way of where the, the, there is a time constraint with them, and they could do uh, all from one from one chakra and a consonant for another and uh, but always closing with that universal sound of the hum as you notice in the book these sounds always conclude that mm, is an ingredient that must remain so uh, this is something further out on the scale that I came up with the idea of combining one consonant and one vowel of two different chakras. And um, more than that, I can't say, but people can, can try it and see what it produces. That's perfect. I want to thank you, James, for being on 1111 Talk Radio. If you are looking for a practical guide to vocally resonate your energetic and psychological centers, to balance the emotions, to purify the soul, and to dissipate negative states, you might look up Dr. James D'Angelo and get his book, Seed Sounds for Tuning the Chakras, Vowels, Consonants, and Syllables for Spiritual Transformation. It explores the intimate connections between specific sounds and syllables, the seven chakras, and their corresponding psychological traits. It provides toning exercises using these seed sounds to retune and purify the chakras, leading to spiritual transformation and wholeness as energetic blockages and negative states are dissipated. And it includes a 60-minute CD to guide you through each exercise and the toning of each chakra sounds. You can find out more at soundspirit.co.uk. I look forward to having you with me next week. My guest will be Nick Polizzi, and we're going to discuss his new film, The Sacred Science, which is absolutely phenomenal. Until next week, I'm Simran Singh. Be well. Thank you for stepping into the doorway of conscious choice with 1111 Top Radio. Please join host Simran Singh again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another enlightening edition here on the 7th Wave Network. Remember, shift happens. We'll be right back.